And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful week of Major League Baseball action, and we're here to get you ready for it. That's right, it's BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL. Myself, Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio. With me, as always, my man Ryan Horvat. You catch him every single day on BetMGM tonight. How you doing over there in D.C., buddy? Doing pretty good. You know, uh, good weekend of baseball, great weekend for my Irish, other than last night where they go down, but... um. Man, I thought I, I thought we might see some life from the White Sox. We took them the other night with Giolito on the mound. It was looking all right, and then everything kind of fell apart. Took them again last night on Sunday Night Baseball. Not I a great situation, but uh, other than that, I'm doing great. My God, who Man. would have thought that in today's day and age, the one guy that we know is the tried-and-true pitcher of the Chicago White Sox is Johnny Cueto. Yeah, dude. And he's, he's been amazing, good. by the way. He yeah. really has been. Uh, Lance Lynn going tonight. Obviously, we'll talk about that game. But yeah, tough weekend over in Houston. I was hoping for them to take the series. Um, and if they were swept after that Friday night game, I flat out said if they get swept, Tony LaRusso needs to lose his job. Luckily, they didn't get swept. They are now what two games under 500 going yeah. into a series against the Blue Jays. Obviously, we'll be talking about that later as well. But let's talk about the this last weekend. You talk about a good weekend for your Irish bad weekend for the White Sox. Bad weekend for the uh, defending champion Atlanta Braves after winning 14 in a row. Who has had the weekend of uh, in all of the AL? Who had the best weekend in all of the NL? And then, of course, the dogs of both leagues. Let's find out who had a rough weekend. So, you know, it's so easy. And I know that they lost yesterday, man. But what did they score? Nine runs in the process. And they win pretty much every night, every single day. They're hitting four to five homers. They probably have the best rotation. You know you have, you have the best rotation in baseball when Garrett Cole has, what, the, the third best ERA is your third best pitcher on your team at this point. The bullpen's been great for the Yanks. Uh, they, do, you, they do lose yesterday to Toronto, but um, that was a game that they should have won. But I'm actually going to think outside the box here. A team that might be for real in the AL Central, not the Twins, not the White Sox, how about the Cleveland Guardians, man, yeah. and what they did to the Dodgers? They made me a bunch of money. I was on them again last night. I just – the prices were a little bit ridiculous. The Dodgers a little bit beat up right now. You know, Mookie Betts wasn't in the lineup the other night. Um, we'll see what they do at the deadline. But how about the Guardians, man? I don't know if they're for real in the Central, but they're the only team that has taken advantage of this – I'm not even going to call it a slow start from the White Sox anymore. I don't think they're a good baseball team. I'm out on Chicago. I said – Monday, you know, after this weekend, let's see what they do against Houston. Yeah, they steal one, but not a great weekend. So I'm going to go with the Guardians with Cleveland, actually, man. Beaver's been really good. They win mm -hmm. yesterday again. I like them right now. You see, I'm not ready to give up on the White Sox yet. They have a very favorable uh, schedule going forward in the second uh, half. They get Tim Anderson back today. Lance Lynn on the mound tonight on his second start since coming off the IL. They're going to get back Joe Kelly. They're going to get back Liam Hendricks. Kendall Graveman's going to be out there more. Um, they, they need to get back. Oh, God, who else is on the IL? This team is yeah, I know. just Everything. can't figure out how to stay on the field, not to mention they have a manager that's costing them a lot of games. But the touchback on the Dodgers, Craig Kimbrell, is he a concern to you? Because he is to me now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Craig Kimbrell has been a concern of mine for the last couple of years, you know, and ah, man, I, I mean, that that's the thing is um, I, you don't really know what you're going to get because that first year, especially like knowing Craig Kimbrell in Chicago looked great. 
um, or fell apart, was terrible, actually. And then he Yeah, looked, well, they looked great in, in the goes, north side. The moment he went to the south side yeah. is when everything went straight to hell. He's yeah. Dude, he's he's 0-3 with a 4-7-1 right now. Right. Well, the first year in, on the north side was awful. And then he turned it around. Obviously, you know, uh, had the great first half of the season before they moved him to the south side. Then they didn't really know what to do with him. Then he was brutal again. So that's the thing, just up yeah. and down. I think he's the shell of himself. I hate to say that. I like, I mean, he's one of the great closers uh, of my generation, but I, I, I think he's washed, man. I love that uh, Guardians pick of yours. That's a, they had a really good weekend. Taking two or three from the Dodgers in LA. The Dodgers definitely are having some problems at the moment. Mookie Betts yeah. on the IL, obviously Bueller on the IL. Uh, where this team would be right now without Anderson and Gonsolin, I don't know. I mean, they, they, those guys have been absolute workhorses. Kershaw's back, which is good, yeah. but you know, this is also a team that lost, um, you know, for obvious reasons. Trevor Bauer is never going to pitch again. They, they've they lost a lot of people in a lot of different it, weird ways. So it's just uh, this team, I wouldn't say they're in trouble. They're going to be fine. They're going to be active at the trade deadline. They're likely going to be going after and hunting arms rather than anything else. Obviously, they don't need anything offensively. But I don't think it's a cause for, for concern because everybody hits these little lulls. Keep in mind, they still have 40 wins. They're 40 and 25. Let's be real clear. Yeah. Um, they're going to be just fine. And also, there's some other problems in that division because I'm, I'm going to give you my dogs of the weekend. Um, the San Diego Padres, who I've obviously been talking up huge all season and been playing great, they cannot play in Colorado. No. They're allergic to no. Colorado. I faded him yesterday, came in huge. I actually told everyone to jump all over the Rockies, and it ha worked out well. They won 8-3, to three, but devastating news for the San Diego Padres. Uh, Manny Machado, who's having an MVP season, especially a team without Fernando Tatis Jr. still, and still not a clear timetable when Fernando Tatis Jr. is coming back. Dude, losing Machado is huge. Is the worst thing that could have humanly happened to this team. And I think um, we're going to see him struggle. Yeah, it's uh, I'm going to start fading them. In fact, we're going to talk about it today. They're they're playing today. I'm fading them today. Um, I got some very unique numbers to tell you why I'm fading them, and it's not entirely because of Machado. It has more to do with you, Darvish, than anything else. Surprisingly, who's having a very good year. But yeah, my, my dogs of the weekend, man. I'm unfortunately my San Diego Padres get swept in Colorado and losing Manny Machado. It's just man, that's a devastating weekend. Yeah, man, and so we would have to talk about that uh, because they could have took advantage, obviously, of the Guardians taking two or three from the Dodgers as well. The That is a terrible injury for them. They're already, I mean, we thought we were going to get Tatis back by now, and uh, they're already all beat up. I'm also fading them tonight, even though it's pretty scary with Zach Davies on the mound. That's why <laughs> I didn't want to say, no. but the over's coming in huge, I, baby. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's the thing, man. Like, okay, so Colorado, obviously a great weekend for them. Also a good weekend for the Cubs. You know, you take two or three from the world champs. Nice little weekend for them, but they're no good. I couldn't find a team of the week in the NL because – uh, the Phillies did what they were supposed to do, except for yesterday. You can't lose to the Nationals. And I know you swept them in a doubleheader this week. Um, it was getaway day. But still, you got to take care of business against this Washington team when you're in that division and you're you know, playing I'm, the Nationals. Who are I'm not going to give you the weekend. I'm not going to give you the team of the weekend. I'm just going to give you my team for Sunday. And the reason why I'm going to give you my team for Sunday is the Miami Marlins is because okay. I will never understand any sports book giving the Miami Marlins plus money with Sandy Alcantara on the mound. I, I will never understand it. It is free money. 
It is free. They just give it to you. I was so excited to see like plus 130 with him on the mound yesterday. Oh. I was on I was on the air yesterday for four hours, and every 30 seconds I brought up that bet. I'm like, oh my God, have you put ever have you put your house on this one yet? Because you're gonna buy a new house. Same man, same. Like, ah, I took that. Shout out to the Marlins. Would love to pick them for making me some money yesterday, but they are uh, five and five in their last ten. Good week for the Phillies, man. They go seven and three in their last ten. The Braves now eight and two in their last ten. Um, would love to shout out the Cardinals, but they did not do what they were supposed to do, and now they're back tied with the Brewers atop the NL Central. Mm-hmm. I don't really know who's good in the NL right now. Like we expect that the Dodgers are going to be good once they get fully healthy. We know the Mets are great. But those those injuries are starting to pile up, man. And I'm getting a little nervous about the Mets, but they're still sitting there uh, with a five and a half game lead over the Brewers, uh, the Braves. I'm sorry, eight games above the Phillies. So, yeah, I guess we'll go with uh, the Cubs as my NL team of the week. Why not? Yeah, I'm I'm sitting around thinking. Um, there's something. I feel like there's a team that you and I owe an apology to. Um, and it's at the beginning of the season. We were very hard on one particular team. And I, I feel like you and I owe them an, a slight apology. We've actually talked good about them for the last couple of weeks, saying they're hard to gamble on because they're spoilers. They come in and they kind of ruin your bets left and right. Oh, I hate them if you're going where I'm going. Are you going to Baltimore? They're 30 and 38, man. They're not that bad. They're actually yeah. almost good. The only problem I have with them is they're playing some rookies that honestly need some more seasoning in the minor leagues because I'm afraid they're going to ruin Adley Rushman. All right, so you want to know why I'm a little upset with the Orioles right now? Because I figured a perfect get-right series for the Rays after getting clubbed by the Yankees all week would be the Baltimore Orioles. Was not the case. Did it again yesterday to myself, man. We were getting decent prices on them. Um, They let me down. But it does make me feel warm and fuzzy inside because the Rays, I don't know if you've seen the standings today, 36-30, and and 3-7 in their last 10. No way! Is that team winning 90? You are so, wait, 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 wait. They had a bad 10 games, and you're sitting here celebrating as if they dropped only, their win total? Only because I love the rotation, even without Glass now being available this year. But they cannot score. They don't produce they're not any hitting. offense. They're not hitting at all. You know, there there's some names out there that I think they can go get their hands on. Um, yeah. want Nelly Cruz is the first name that immediately pops into my head. I can't believe Nelly Cruz hasn't been a Ray every year no. for the last couple of years. Um, believe it or not, I actually brought this up the other day. We're talking about the trade deadline, the trade market, uh, coming up. The Mets have Dom Smith and I know some teams would like to get their hands on Dom Smith. Dom Smith is just in triple a right now. The Mets can use maybe in like, we were talking about the Cubs a little bit and like, Oh, well, what, what, what can the Cubs get back for Contreras? Honestly, what can they get back? Because at the end of the day, he's a 30 year old rental catcher. Who's more known for hitting than catching. Not that he's a bad catcher. It's just. Who is in need of a good hitting catcher right now? And looking throughout the league, it's not that high. No. Except the Mets need him right now because McCann's hurt. They're throwing out Tomas Nito quite a bit. Um, the White Sox could use him because Grandall's hurt. And even when he wasn't hurt, he's not playing all that well. And Reese McGuire can't hit. Um, th- there are teams that could use him. The problem is I really think the Cubs fans are expecting a haul back for him. You only get hauls back for frontline starters or maybe a massive closer. You know, I, we didn't, they didn't really get anything back. I, I mean, look what they got back for uh, Anthony Rizzo, for Javi Baez. And yeah, you get some nice prospects. But if you deal those guys two years ago, imagine what you get back. You know, they kind of waited a little bit too long, which was fine with me because I wanted to see 
that team make one more run. But I mean, you know, Kyle Schwarber, like all those guys, if Theo would have traded them, you obviously weren't going to do that right after 2016 because he just won a World Series. But you kind of saw that nobody was really going to improve those two years after, you know, when it was time for Joe Madden to go elsewhere. I thought that they could have got a lot more back, but they waited too long. And same thing with Contreras. I completely agree. Look at the age. He's a catcher. He's known more for his offense. It's going to be a rental for half of a year. Then you're going to have to make a decision on him. So, yeah, like I even I bring up the Brewers, but A, they're in the NL Central. We don't know if those two teams are going to make a deal together. And they're actually getting offense from the catching position. Omar Narvaez has been fine. Um, the Mets, I think that would be a great fit, like you just said. I think that would actually be the perfect fit. That'd be it is. It, it, it absolutely helps out their current need. The Cubs can get back and maybe do something wow. with Dom Smith. I mean, yeah. Dom, I played with Dom Smith. I've seen Dom. Dom Smith can play. He can help a team win. And quite frankly, if you take Dom Smith right now out of Syracuse and put him in Chicago, he's your four hitter. Yeah, and and a change of scenery. People would love him in Chicago because, I mean, you see these fans. They're they're more, you know, they're trying to do the beer snake. They don't care what we're rolling out, the product on that field that's trash. So, yeah, I think that'd be a good fit. He'd start hitting, especially in that ballpark. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like that fit a lot, like a lot, a lot. And knowing his temperament and his personality, I think he'd be a great fit over there. Also, he's played with Marcus Stroman, uh, so there's yeah. at least that connection as well. I, I don't know, man. The Cubs are a team that annoy me to the nth degree. You just brought up you don't know if they would ever deal with the Brewers. Here's the thing. They better not unless they want the fans to do a full-on mutiny at Wrigley. Like there's For how this year has gone and how the last two years have gone and trading away the, the magical Cubs team that won you the 2016 World Series, I think trading a contending player, a fan-loved player like Contreras up to Milwaukee, might be the final straw that would break the camel's back for Cubs fans. Yeah, especially when you think of it like the Brewers ended this little run, this little, well, I can't call it a dynasty, whatever. Because <laughs> they just couldn't get past the Brewers, man. And it was always the same game. Cubs would go down two to one in the eighth. Here comes Josh Hader. Nobody could even touch him. It was, uh, and it was frustrating. The most frustrating part was you would look at the two teams' payroll. You would look at the Cubs' payroll with all those big deals like Jason Hayward. That deal still drives me insane. I still can't believe that's a real deal. Man, and they still roll him out there. And it sucks when you could throw a guy like Clint Frazier out there, but you decided not to do that. I, that and that's the thing with the Cubs, man, is like if you're going full rebuild, let's get some bodies out there. Let's see what you got in some of these prospects, some of these young kids. We know what they have in Jason Hayward. He's yeah. going to hit 198. He's a great glove. The problem is nobody wants him. Yeah. Nobody will take him. Well, it's funny. I had I had somebody on my show yesterday. We were talking about it, and we were talking about it, and he said, well, you know, the, the reason why they're rolling out the team that they are, they got to see what they have. And I'm like, kind of, my my one complaint on that, and I understand giving the uh, these young guys an opportunity to go out and play, not a problem. That's not it. They know what they have. Bunch of trash. Uh, the, yeah, the, the Cubs are well aware of what they have. They've known yes. what they've had. This was a conscious decision before the season started to roll this team out there. Yeah. He was talking about it, and he even said, well, there's been a lot of turnover in the organization. Mm -mm, not at the top. Not at the top at all. Theo Epstein brought in Jed Hoyer. Jed Hoyer's been at the helm of this organization for a decade. If Jed Hoyer didn't know what's in his minor league system, then Jed Hoyer is the worst GM in America and shouldn't have his job. If yeah. you're truly telling me that Jed Hoyer does not know what he has in his system, then he needs to go away forever. Yeah. All they, uh, uh, what they should do, 
just get rid of anything that you have of any value, which isn't much, unfortunately, and just stock up on arms. Just do whatever it is. Hire whoever you got to hire from the Rays. That's what I want, man. I want, I want like a Shane Baz coming up, and I want like a Tyler Glass now. I want to be like, hey, I know nothing about this kid, but I know that he's probably going to win a Cy Young in three to four years because that's how you win in this league is pitching. But what drives me nuts, and we've, I feel like I say this every week, there, there's no reason why a market like Chicago, a team from Chicago, the Chicago Cubs should ever be in a rebuild. No. The Yankees never rebuild. The Dodgers never rebuild. You know what drives me nuts when I get really uh, depressed about this season, which is every other weekend. <laughs> I threw on the 2016 World Series DVD, of and we go through that series against the Dodgers, and it looks like they're screwed. The Dodgers have pretty much the same lineup. Turner's out there, but they've only gotten better because, you know, then they've added Mookie Betts. But, you know, you're watching uh, Kershaw out there. You know, Cody Bellinger's out there, a, a way better version of Cody Bellinger, but still, and it's like, man, they held on to all their talent and they added more talent. And I'm watching, the only guys I'm watching from that team are Jason Hayward, Kyle Hendricks, who deserves way better. And he's been better. Wilson Contreras, who, man, shout out to a guy like Wilson Contreras because he wants to retire a Cub. He yeah. wants to lead this rebuild. The young guys love him. He's always been a great teammate. I think towards the end there with that core, you know, I don't know about everybody in that clubhouse, but um, he deserves better. So while he wants to stay in Chicago, I want him to go elsewhere because that's a guy that, that deserves to be playing winning baseball and playing in the postseason. This is a this team's tough to watch, man. And I don't understand. Know, I don't know when they're going to spend money. I, I don't believe that they're going to spend money this offseason. Even if they do, that's not a guarantee that anything's going to change. Right. Understand what's going to be available. They're going to have to make trades. They're going to have to sign free agents. They're going to need to increase their payroll by – at least a hundred million dollars in one year. Like they need to go all in to compete because they're nowhere near compete in this division. And you're nowhere near competing, like nowhere near it, like even close to competing. Um, if they don't end up with one of these three names, I'm boycotting the team for a decade. And these, these are going to sound. If you say popular. the name Aaron judge, go ahead and pull it off the list now. He was number three. And turned it to, okay, make that two names. If they don't get these next two names. Well, if you think that's crazy, wait till I give you the other two. <laughs> okay, if Juan Soto's on the list, what's he's, the one name? <laughs> he's yeah, come on, now just go with one. Who, who do I want? He's going to be well, a you're not. I mean, you're not getting Juan Soto. You're not getting Aaron Judge. Who he's else? He's a free agent want? in 2024, but we could get him as soon as next year. Who is it? I'm a wee guy, by the way. Fire Jed. Otani. Anyways, so the Cubs are getting no one in the next couple of years, apparently, because there's no way they're getting any of those three. Maybe, actually, I'll take that back. I take that. Why? Maybe there's a chance at Otani. Maybe there's a chance at Otani. A chance. I hate that we say that. Yeah, but this is why it sucks being a fan, because why? Uh, you know, why? It's, it's a market like Chicago. They have all this money. They continue to pump more money into that ballpark. Beers are $15. $20 now for a piece of pizza concessions continue to go up, even though they're not spending money, you know, except for on Marcus Stroman who. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not going well. It, it, it should. Why not? Give me Otani. He'll, he'll be a Yankee though. Juan, no, so, well, here's the thing. The Yankees can't get all of them. The Yankees right. can't. I mean, they're not going to get, yeah, they're not going to get their hands on judge Otani and Juan Soda. I truly think, if the Yankees are going to get any of the three, they're going to get be able to get one of the three. It's not that they can't get two of the three, but they're not going to allocate a billion dollars to two players. They're just not, not yet. 
I, I think this is going to be in the future of Major League Baseball, but I don't think that's going to be for another at least decade to allocate a billion dollars to two players. I do think that the Yankees will bring back Aaron Judge, which means that's going to take them out of Juan Soto. That leaves three teams left, basically, in Major League Baseball that can get their hands on Juan Soto. The Dodgers, the Mets, potentially the Cubs, but let's be real clear, it's not on the list. He's going to the Mets, which leaves the last name on the list, which is Shohei Otani. Here are the teams that you know will pay him. You know that the Angels will pay him. The, the Mariners will pay him. The Dodgers will pay him. The, I bet you he's a Dodger. I bet you Shohei Otani ends up a Dodger. Yeah, we always say Yankees, man, like it's a foregone conclusion. Why doesn't anybody ever say Dodgers? What a perfect fit. He would be a absolute a perfect, perfect fit in L.A. And Juan Soto would be a perfect fit, let's be honest, in New York. But if I, you can't, you have to pay judge now. And watch, what's going to end up happening is then next year he'll hit 238 with 24 homers, 72 RBI. Oh, you know it. You know it's coming. I'm so so glad this guy's not a Cub. Because really, (laughs) before the season, my prediction was that that's what he was going to do this year, and he would end up being a Cub. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we got some prop bets. And, of course, we got to take you through all the bets for this week's games, matchups, lines, props, you name it, right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. 